are live. I think we're good to go. It's a red dot. We just had a new one, like I said. We are live. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We got a special guest in the lab. I'll introduce him in a minute, but I hope you guys have your questions ready. Hope you guys are ready to learn something and pay attention. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Uh, I do got a couple housekeeping rules. Some of you may know this. Some of you may don't, may not. This is going to be an interactive live. Uh, keep your questions flowing. I won't be able to see all the questions right now, but I guarantee you that I will be able to um, we'll answer the questions at the end of the live for the replay or anything like that, all right? Keep your questions coming in. Keep your comments coming in so I, I can see what's going on. It's your motivational speaker, your empowerment coach, your author, your favorite baker's favorite baker, Coach Cleek, coming at you. I got a couple things. I got. If you're looking for that shout-out, like I said before, you know, the comments, won't. I won't be able to say it, but put your comments in, the, uh, put your name and where you're from in the comment section, and we'll give you that shout-out that you're looking for. Uh, one bunch of wonderful things going on. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Facebook page. If you haven't already done so, please hit that like button. We're also on YouTube with um, under the same name, Coach Clay, and, and so many different things. All right, I'm getting out of order right now. I just got to find my zero real quick putting that out there because Maroli's not here. And so I got somebody who's normally standing behind the camera telling me what to do, and I don't have that today, so I'm a little lost. So I'm yeah. finding my own way on my own real quick. So, yep, I'm getting a text from her now. She's saying good luck. Uh, if you don't already know, Shayla won't be doing a Shayla Showcase today, but we will get that information out there. I need to know what the energy levels are. I need to know what the energy levels are like. So if you had a good day today, I need you to put a one in the comment section. Put a one in the comment section if you had a good day today. And you know, I don't believe in bad days. I like to call them character building days because you can learn from them, you can grow from them. They're necessary for growth, okay? Because you, you'll appreciate the outstanding days a little bit more better if you had a character building day, quote unquote bad day. So if you had a bad day, character building day, I need to put a two, looks like a peace sign. Put a two in the comment section if you had a character building day and I hope tomorrow's a better day for you. You had what I had because I got to relax today. I got to get some things done. I got to work on some projects. I was off. So, you know, I had an outstanding day. If you had an outstanding day, I need you to put a zero in the comment section. Put a zero in the comment section if you had an outstanding day. You know, it's kind of like there's a bubble and you're right there in the middle of that bubble. Nothing to penetrate that bubble. Yeah, that's the kind of day I had. I'm going to put a zero at the end of the live. My cat, what are you going to put at the end of the live? A zero. Zero outstanding yeah. day. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Good. Good. Yeah, I see we got a couple viewers on. I can't see who they are. I saw a couple comments coming through. It's okay, though. Like I said, check out the Facebook page. Check out the YouTube page. The website is posted above. Uh, don't look at it right now. Look at it at the end of the live. We'll also have the sponsors posted above. But when you check out the website, workwithclean.com, you will see this book I wrote right after we were talking off camera. When me and my wife split, I was in a dark place. I was at a, a, a rock bottom time in my life. This is one avenue that I use to help bring myself back up to a place of normal. Normalcy. March 4th is a motivational empowerment book on finding your own break, helping you find your own breakthrough. We talk about toxic people, toxic situations, we talk about courage, we talk about taking care of yourself. It's wonderful, it's a pathway for a better life. It's a, a lot of enlightening things are in that book. Please check that out. Also, my second book, it was written by Herb Thompson, Jason Brown, Clarence Stokes, and myself. It's no shade, all light. It's 25 of our favorite quotes and what they mean to us. So it's over 100 quotes in this book with meaning. You know, you can use it as a devotional. Four guys coming together, four friends coming together, writing a book with purpose and meaning. It's a big deal. And definitely, last but not least, this book came out June 1st. Hashtag Grudge. It's a pocket-sized book. Again, we talk about anger. We talk about unforgiveness. We talk about mistakes. We talk about uh, uh, so many wonderful things in this book. Uh, uh, not finding your own breakthrough, but coming uh, coming to terms with yourself. Coming to terms with anger. Understanding it. Understanding why forgiveness, holding on to grudges, holding you back. Les Brown said it best. Holding on to a grudge is like holding on to a hot piece of coal and expecting the person that you're mad at to get burnt and they have no idea you're holding on to it. You're burning yourself. You need to let that thing go, L-I-G, and move on and start the healing process. And we talk about that in that book, okay? Thank you guys very much for tuning in to that portion. Um, for our sponsors, got to give a shout out to former guests, Juliet Nicole Jones, Jay Nicole Jones. You can hear her on the radio, uh, 1460 AM on Sundays. She has her book that's out there. It's on Amazon. It's, it's on her website as well. It'll be tagged above at the end of this live. It's Parentpreneur Survival Guide. She talks about a couple good topics in there. And I want to give a shout out also to former guests, Kevin and Amina Carter. They're the king and queen of detox. They're car they have the business Carter's Drink to Shrink. Uh, they, they were 
they have uh, the detox program. Uh, their their information will be posted above as well. They got that delicious that delicious tea that you drink. You don't even know you drink a detox tea, and you start to feel better. All right, check out our sponsors. But right now, I'm gonna move to this guy. He's the hype of the show. He's the meat and potatoes of what why we're here tonight. And I appreciate you guys again. I see a couple comments. I don't. I can't see what they are. My bad. Please forgive me. Charge it to the phone, not my heart. But right now, my man, I appreciate you coming to the lab. He's a father. He is a, a gentleman from this area who's is, achieved massive amounts of success. His success has led him to the University of Virginia playing athletics and football, okay? And through football, he was drafted to the NFL. He was drafted by the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. And through that process, it brought him back to his hometown here, right here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, where he started, as you see on his shirt, Capital Rebirth. And he's going to talk about the, the origins of that and where they're, they're going to be going. And he's also on the board for the Friends of Midtown. He's on the Friends of Midtown board. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you, Michael Drew Simpson. Give him some thumbs up. Give him some hearts. I can say a, a round of applause, but we don't have a studio on <laughs> COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Give it there. You come they're coming in so Michael thank you for coming in the lab today my man I appreciate the opportunity absolutely um, to come speak with you like I said I watch the show um, I love the energy I love the vibe so I'm just you know I'm excited to have this conversation with you and you know enjoy this energy that you bring thank you thank you I appreciate that I appreciate that very much and I got that water right here if you want to take any sips or anything like that but why is that spark yeah there you go man it's a man that's a, Alkaline water. Alkaline water helps neutralize the acid in your body. I'm not going to get into all that. If you have any questions, inbox me, text me. I'll give you all that. We're going to jump right into this. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I grew up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, I attended Harrisburg High. Went to the University of Virginia. Um, I played football. Okay. Um, I majored in anthropology there. Got my bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. um, and after that, um, I started with the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm -hmm. um, and that same day, um, that I signed a contract. Um, it was, you know, fulfilling a dream, a lifetime dream. I it. Mm -hmm. um, financially as well. Mm -hmm. But little did I know, you know, five, six hours later, my life would take a dramatic change. Wow, that quickly, um, huh? Yeah, so I got there at Cincinnati about 12.30, x-rays and MRIs and testing began um, the end around 6.30. Um, and then 20 minutes later, you know, I was told pretty much, you gotta go home. Um, Cause you failed the physical, which uh, had spinal stenosis and bone spurs. So some of my vertebrates were too close, so it was unsafe for me to play. Uh, chances of being paralyzed were too high. Wow. Um, so I returned home, um, and it's funny, you know, that we're, we're actually gonna get into William Penn. Mm -hmm. um, that's where I pretty much went and sat, you know, that night that I came home. I got home about 11.30, mm -hmm. and I went and sat at Italian Lake, you know, to about 3, 4 in the morning. Really? Um, and then I went and sat in my car parked on the side of the street next to my house to, you know, that morning because my city, my family, my friends were expecting me not to come home yeah. for a couple months, you know, because I'm in this, you know, NFL situation. And yeah, it was just, you know, it was heartbreaking uh, to walk in that house and, you know, have to break the news that I can never play football again. Um, so I went through a very, very deep depression, um, suicidal thoughts. Wow. Um, got out of myself. Um, I was literally in Miami every other day drinking, you know, smoking, doing things that traditionally wasn't my character. Um, and with that came the birth of my daughter, um, Miley, and the birth of her rebirthed my life and gave me new purpose and new hope. Um, so that's where I'm at today. Okay. All right, wow. That's a story within itself, man. I appreciate you uh, being vulnerable enough to go ahead and tell us some of the highs and lows that got you to this point in time in your life right now. Uh, and it's interesting because uh, uh, it's the capital city of uh, here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and you're talking about the rebirth of or the birth of your daughter and the rebirth uh, of basically the new version of you. Absolutely. Is that how the name came about, or can you explain how? What, what, so, of course, capital came because we are the capital right. of Pennsylvania. Um, rebirth actually stands for respect earned by intelligence, mm -hmm. resilience, truth, and humanity, wow, which okay. I think are the core to, you know, everybody, you know. Um, and yes, so the birth of my daughter rebirthed my life. And, you know, I was taking um, on a different path in my life at that time. And my favorite rapper at the time, Lil Wayne, at just same time released the album called The Rebirth where he transitioned from rap, rap to rock. Okay, yeah. So I was like, hey, you know, this all makes sense. I'm going to a new zone. Just take it like that. Roll with it. Don't fight it no more. Accept that football is over, which was 
the hardest thing to do. Even some days still now, you know, I see some of my friends playing on there still. Um, or, you know, I just see kids, you know, at the playgrounds, and it just gives that feeling back. You know, around this time especially, you know, I really miss the game. Um, especially when it's August, you know, when you hear the smell of grass yeah, cut, yeah, that yeah. It, it's just, you know, if you play football, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just unexplainable. So, yeah, um, like I said, I'm happy where I'm at right now. Um, this was God's plan for me. I mean, I tell people all the time, yes, you know, during that time, you could not tell me that famous quote, God has bigger plans, <laughs> because that was the biggest plan that I've seen, you know, but like I said, sometimes the calling's bigger than us. Right. Yes, I would have been in the NFL. Yes, I would have made money. Yes, I would have taken care of some family and friends, but now I'm in a position where I can literally change and help give hope and inspiration to thousands and thousands of residents in my community, you know, from the elder all the way down to the kids. So I think that that's my mission now. Okay. And it is, I like how you, you, you set the foundation of that too because you had a plan uh, and you basically achieved your, what you thought was your end game goal for that time and that purpose. And, and it didn't, life didn't go the direction that you thought it would, even though you achieved a high amount of success. And it brought you to another level where it kind of knocked you back a couple steps. And then you climbed up that staircase, that proverbial staircase again. And you got to a different level where you had a, a more grandiose view. And in that view, you, you're, you came back to your community. And of course, you're saying you're, you're trying to help a bunch of generations uh, become better. I like that. I like that. And so with that, I uh, know, ironically, you kind of uh, threw it out there with William Penn. You, you, can't, you sat near the steps there and kind of had a depressing moment. Uh, what are you doing in that area right now? Um, so we are working on the Rebirth Project. Okay. Um, well, it would consist of um, a multi-purpose complex mm -hmm. and a stadium. So the buildings will be two different buildings. Okay. Um, so the stadium will be a 20,000 seater. Like I said, with COVID, mm -hmm. it can change. We don't know how that's going to look, but ideally that's what we want. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll be a football size field, soccer size field, uh, which okay. will make that the only one in the whole Northeast region. Um, the only wow. other one literally is Syracuse University, but it's a university. So me and you can't go there and host an event, but with our facility, you can come host an event. Interesting. Um, and also, it will serve as a um, natural disaster shelter. So with the city 20,000 people and the floor still open, you know, if something was to happen, we can house the entire uptown and midtown residents in some accessible hand. And then we have the complex next to it, which will consist of um, 50 uh, lecture-style classrooms, um, 25 creative lab classrooms, um, agriculture, uh, a swimming pool, physical therapy center, um, a food court, which would consist of nothing but mom-and-pop stores from Harrisburg. Um, we'll also have an autistic gym for kids and adults, um, sensory based. Um, we'll have a boxing gym and four basketball courts and a fitness gym and an indoor playground along with indoor daycare. Okay. Um, so wow. like I said, we have four seasons in, in, in Harrisburg. Yes, we do. So we if, all of them. <laughs> yeah, so if we want to teach our kids, you know, about agriculture and growing, you know, our crops in the winter, who's going to teach it? In the summer, if it's a beautiful day and it just starts to rain, how is that lesson being taught? But moving indoors, we can operate 365 no matter what's going on outside. Um, and I just think, you know, bringing this uh, sort of trade school, um, creative lab back to our community is much needed. Mm -hmm. Right now, our, our district, which we will hope to, you know, be a part of this and buy in and operate mm -hmm. in this um, space that we want. Um, like example, right now, for 200 students, mm -hmm. they're paying Central Dolphin School District $3 million to attend their DC Tech program. Wow. And, you know, we call it Spade of Spade. A lot of kids feel uncomfortable in Central Dolphin for a lot of reasons, mainly being around race. You know, so they're not learning in an environment that's comfortable. A lot of them end up leaving because they have, you know, negative experience in situations. That's one thing. But now it's like our district is paying millions of dollars to another district and we can in-house the same thing. So like I said, 75 classrooms, uh, 25 kids per, that's 1,800 enrollment. Example of Harrisburg says that we want to take 900 of our students and outsource the other 900, that's potentially, you know, close to $20 million that the school district can generate off of one move based off other districts paying Harrisburg now. So flip the script on them. Um, like I said, now you're moving these kids into a modernized state-of-the-art complex and facility where they can learn. Um, I'm a sports guy, you are too. But the problem is 
we emphasize sports too much. Like when I come across kids, just based off my life experience, don't make sports one, two, three. That's four, five, or six. Because it's going to end at some time, no matter how great you are, no matter how much money you have, you have to have a career and you have to have education. Um, so like I preach that, but a lot of kids, uh, you know, they kind of turn away from these dreams. If I want to be in media, or I want to be a lawyer, or I want to be a doctor, or a veterinarian, or whatever, because they're not exposed to it at an early age. Right. So we see the exposure for sports. We see the exposure for music and drugs. Mm-hmm. So those, you know, when we're teenagers and we're trying to find our identity and we've never been exposed to the stuff that we're interested in, mm-hmm. we're going to start to flock and, and fall into that, that category where the love is being shown, which is sports, drugs, and music. Um, but what about these other kids? They need that support. You know, and it's like, they're going to be the driving force to help this economy and our community and our city a much better and safer place. So we need to start having facilities and programs to care to them so they can start being engaged at an early age. So, you know, that's pretty much the goal of the complex is to bring back education, health and wellness, and entertainment to the city at a level that's never been done. So you don't have to go anywhere outside the state to go see a Beyonce, to go see a wrestling, um, you know, whatever state championship games, we can potentially swing now because, like I said, we're climate controlled. So we can, you know, control a lot. Um, we have immediately within 10 minutes walking distance, six huge parking lots. Um, you have Front Street that exits to, you know, the highway. 83, um, 81. The state is actually building um, offices for a thousand employees with, you know, parking garages right at Seventh Division. Um, so that's another parking um, spot along with the shopping center. And the city has been trying to get funding from PennDOT and Federal um, to build a bridge to connect from the shopping center over to the hack area. Okay. So you know, if that goes through, that would give more emphasis to build that bridge. So that way, when we talk about, oh, well, you're bringing twenty thousand people in our city and park. Is going to be, they're only going to be on Division Street. They're going to go down Division Street, exit on Front Street, or go across the bridge and exit on Camden Street. And a lot of parking, you know, will be off-site. Um, you know, if it overflows, you know, at the complex, we can park at the corner show. We can park downtown and have shuttle buses within 10 minutes. Absolutely. Um, and if you've been to a game uh, at a big stadium, they only hold 10% of their uh, capacity for parking on site. Wow. That's why if you go to Penn State games, you're walking you really 45 yeah, minutes an hour. <laughs> but now you'll be shuttled in less than 10 minutes. And if you walk, you'll be there in less than 10 minutes. So I think it's a win-win situation for everybody. I agree. I agree. And I know we were talking off camera a little bit. I learned something um, that um, we were talking discussing about movies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of movies in the past, you said, uh, were filmed here or uh, a lot of the technicalities are behind the scenes were done in this area uh what would it, your, your your system or your structure or complex uh, as you per se uh what how would that change the game for entertainment and movies as well so with our creative labs you know they would consist of you know electric plumbing and how to build things um so when you think of these movie companies and, and productions they want to come to your city mm-hmm. and just bring the actors. They want, you know, people in your city to actually be able to build sets and, you know, set these things up. Well, when you took our tech school in 2010, which is William Penn, mm-hmm. all of that deteriorated. Gotcha. You know, and these kids and these adults aren't learning these trades and skills anymore. So movies, companies, I'm not going to Harrisburg when I have to pay, bring in, and I got to pay for, you know, our trucks to come here and stuff to be shipped and... If I'm in the business, why would I do that when I go to a city who has a Votech shop or, you know, has trades and they can set it up right there and that's cuts cost millions of dollars. So this can give a gateway to that, um, solving that issue within our community and bring these movies back. And like I said, this is a state of art complex, modernized, updated, which will be the only updated, you know, in the, in the community, in the state pretty much. So these movies are going to come in here now. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, a lot of movies are shot at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, right? But they got to play off the weather. If it's a bad weather day, we can't shoot. But with an indoor complex, you can still sit that 20,000. You can still shoot whatever scenes you want. So I think it'd be enticing um, more for uh, you know movie people to come in here and start bringing these movies back, um, which brings money to our, our economy. <laughs> 
you know, as far as, you know, the housing, the hotels, and, you know, uh, restaurants and all that, we'll see that benefit. Now our community residents can start to see these celebrities and be more in touch, which also will help our radio station. Um, when we have these concerts and stuff, these celebrities, when you think of Phillies and New York, these celebrities come, hey, when I'm in town, I yeah. listen to blah, 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 blah. Now we'll have them actually in our city, we can have them bring them to the radio station to do that. A lot of our people are into music, right? They don't have that radio access. Also, they can't open up for people for concerts. Now imagine you say, hey, we got, you know, uh, Drake coming this week. You're the hottest local artist, you know, or two artists in Harrisburg. What do you feel about opening up? Absolutely. Exactly. And now everybody wants to get on in this music like game. Buzz. Absolutely. Now you have that, you know, avenue and platform to actually become successful. Because a lot of people are good at music, mm -hmm. but you don't have a platform. Mm -hmm. We're trying to give them. Nice, nice, nice. Interesting. So many things are not even, uh, I, you wouldn't even fathom or think about just from one complex itself. And, and one thing that I know to kind of touch me also is the importance of teaching a trade, teaching a trade to you, because it shows that the outlet why it's so useful. And you're talking about uh, money, guns, I'm sorry, more guns, but money, drugs, and, 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 and sports. Uh, sports. Yes, thanks. I'm really? sorry. <laughs> um, but you, you show a different avenue on what's so useful about having a trade as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's how it's important. Because not a lot of people, I know a lot of my friends who I graduated with, uh, high school with, they didn't want to go off to college because they were already done with school and they went off to trade. And they're doing wonderful. But at the time, you didn't know you could always, everyone talk college, 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 and get there, get there, get there. They didn't tell you what the college life was going to expose you to. I know guys that are business owners now because they actually learned the trade and they were able to use that trade to open up their own business. And they're pretty good after college. Probably wasn't for sports, I wouldn't have went to college. I'm just being honest, you know, like I, I emphasize college business for everybody. But it's okay to go learn this trade, you know, to become an engineer or whatever the case may be, and you're going to be well off. Like a lot of these trades are, you know, they're stuck in that $70,000, So when we look at that, that's great. You know, I, I can't complain about making that type of salary per year. Yeah, exactly. And the cost of living in Harrisburg isn't, you know, outrageous. So, you know, it's, it's manageable. Like I said, we just have lost that trade school when, when it comes And now only 200 of our students every year have the opportunity to learn this trade, which is horrible. Right, right. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. I know um, you guys have an event coming up. Uh, when's that? Is that the 24th? Next Saturday. Next Saturday? Yeah. What, what event is that? So that would be our third annual um, Anti-Bullying Superhero Day. Okay. Um, so that's going to consist of a, a parade, motor parade, pretty much, starting at um, City Island. We'll come out, ride through Shadpole. We'll come out Paxton Street, ride around through the south side, ride around through the hill and Allison Hill. Um, come back, ride through the uptown area, the midtown area, and head back in. Um, but what that is going to consist of um, is motorcycles, uh, exotic cars, and our superheroes will be on like pickup trucks. Okay. So like Black Panther, you know, he may be on the pickup truck and it'd be decorated, you know, Black Panther just stand on the back. We'll have our, you know, statistics that show, you know, the data that shows uh, the effects that bullying causes, okay. you know, whether it's online, whether it's in person, you know, we'll provide coping skills, you know, roll on the side of some of these signs uh, that these cars will be, uh, be utilized for this parade. Um, like I said, traditionally, we had it, you know, at City Island. Um, we had, you know, inflatable bouncer houses out there. We had field games. We had food and stuff. But due to COVID, you know, we just don't want to put people at that risk um, and bring in large crowds. Um, but like I said, we it's it's our staple. Um, you know, it, it's pretty much what got us started as Capital Rebirth. Okay. Um, and I kind of got into it with the superhero theme just simply because Batman, you know, was one of my um, biggest role models and not per se like I told you it's not per se about the cartoon Batman or the movie it's more so um, the life that he lived and the encounters that he had having that traumatic experience at a young age and me having a traumatic experience with you know football coming to a cease and you know getting into life um, and then you know working with kids you know because when I came home you know TSS um, I taught for three years in the Harrisburg School District um, then I worked at a psychiatric hospital with kids who attempted to commit suicide a lot of it was 
because of bullying. So it's like, this is a serious issue. I have a daughter as well. And I don't know, you know, people are going to try to bully her, whatever the case may be. But if I can start to make people aware of it through superheroes, mm-hmm. you know, that's cool, catchy. Everybody can relate to superheroes. Um, you know, we just try to hone in on that and showing the importance that, you know, it, it is become very serious when people are, you know, actually killing themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Just off of, you know, posts on social networks and people talking about each other. And that's just not cool, man. You know, to see or hear, you know, kids taking their lives simply because another kid is so mean. Um, you know, so we try to twist that and have some fun with it. But also, you know, what we're not going to do this year, what kind of sucks is our events, is we don't want to just have events and say, oh, I just showed up to have fun. No, we want to have actual our vendors, some of them be um, actual, uh, have programs or services uh, that cater to, you know, bullying. Right. You can call this hotline, you can call this service, or, hey, you can reach out to these people. So you come to these events that we throw and you're actually getting information as well and knowing who to go to. Like I said, we spoke earlier, a lot of services in our backyard, we don't even know. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, we're just trying to pull those services out so people are aware. So, hey, I came to an anti-bullying event, my child's being bullied. Now I can go talk to these group of people over here. Hey, my child experienced X, Y, Z. How do you think I should handle it? Who should I reach out to instead of just showing up to a bit? Yes, we had free food. We jumped into some bouncy houses. We seen some superheroes and it was wonderful. But my child has continued to be bullied. Yeah. I don't have no coping skills. I don't understand what triggers are. I don't understand, you know, how to help my child. Um, so like that's one of our biggest things and I like I'm excited. I dress up, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, they're excited for this event and you dress up as Batman. Can't tell that, but okay, okay, you know, I'm sorry. Batman will show up, you know. <laughs> Batman will show up, Black Panther will show up, Spider Man will show up, you know, Captain America and the crew. Um but yeah. Um, so that'll be this Saturday coming up. The weather's looking great. Um, That's good. What are, what are the times for that? Um, so we'll take off at 3.30 from City Island, okay. um, and we'll end at about uh, 4.10. So it'll be okay. about a 40-minute ride throughout the city. Um, and, yeah, just come out. You know, we'll put the routes up later this week. And, you know, due to COVID, we just want you, you know, coming to the street, coming out your house, just mm-hmm. looking out, waving, you know, not gathering in crowds. And that's why we wanted to drive through. Right. You know, so people aren't flocking, gathering in one area because the numbers are spiking. We are aware. You know, we've been in triple digits for the past, I think, nine days. It just reported today. It was like 1,300 cases. So, wow. um, you know, we want to be, be safe. You know, we understand some people may believe this virus is not real but me i'm a believer you know i've seen people you know die i've seen people have it so whatever your belief is isn't mine so we want to do everything we want to do as capital rebirth to protect our community and residents Uh, and you said something very interesting to me that uh, for this uh, parade itself, uh, anti-bullying, not only uh, are you putting on this, the, the information of the parade itself uh, and just having people show up and take their selfie and post it, but you have direction also. Uh, uh, you have outlets. Uh, okay, this person, A, B, and C, I can direct you right here. Uh, C, D, D, you know, you guys are going over here. Or I have information. Follow up here. Here's a website. You may want to take a look at this. You may not know that this exists. Getting in communication and providing information is the key that that bridges so many gaps. I like that. Absolutely. Good, good, good. I'm looking forward to that. And this is the third annual one, and I'm looking, I'm assuming that you're gonna you're gonna keep this going until the wheels fall off. Absolutely. This is me set up for my kids to carry on, my daughter, you know, and her kids. Um, like I said, because this doesn't seem to be going anywhere. You know, bullying was around mm-hmm. when you know we were kids. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't, you know, as uh, highlighted. Right. Um, like I said, the birth of technology, the birth of social networks, mm-hmm. it's more easier to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know, along with a lot of wrong things that are going on in our, our society right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we want to continue to harp on that um, and just make kids be aware. You know, you can't overcome whatever you know mm-hmm. people are saying negative about you. Or you can't. Read or, or the other thing is, you know, oh, you can read, or you're talking wide. Yeah. No, I'm educated. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a form of that's bullying that we need to, you know. And a lot of times, I've seen kids who are intelligent growing up because people always, oh, you're acting wide, or you're acting, and they'll kind of fall into the shell and turn the whole character into another person. It's like, stick with who you are. It is okay to be intelligent. It is okay to be smart. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you should want. And you know, a lot of times people struggle. In school and they're embarrassed to ask the teacher for help. Mm-hmm. 
That's what that teacher's there for. Exactly. Utilize them. You know, if you don't want to ask in front of the class, wait till after class. Nobody's going to know what you're talking about with that teacher. You go up to her desk and it's just you and her. You know, hey, teacher, I'm really not, right? I'm not understanding, you know, what you want over in today's lesson. And I don't want to fall behind. And that's the thing. If we keep it inside, the next day the lesson's going to continue to go. We're just going to continue to fall back and fall back. The teacher's back. building and we're keeping it inside. So we're, we're that gap is getting wider and wider. Absolutely. Exactly. And, you know, that's why our drop rate is so high. You know, that's why a lot of people, you know, don't care for school because they hit that point point. it's like, yeah, I'm embarrassed to ask for help, so I'm not going to ask for help, but I'd rather just fall, you know, all the way down. But, you know, we got to continue to encourage people that, you know, you're all right in this world, man. You can be yourself. You don't have to follow, you know, the crowd or, or you know, if you see somebody on Instagram and think they're the cool, you don't have to be like them. Be who you are. Do things that make you happy. Nice, nice, nice. Touching on a lot of points today. I hope you guys learned. I saw uh, Ron Porter was on. I'm, I'm sorry I missed your comment. I see Faith Davenport's on right now. I know you gave out a couple comments. I'm sorry. A couple other people commented. We'll, we'll get to those. I promise you we will. Uh, I know uh, it's a hot topic right now. Uh, and I know it can go one way or the next. So many different things. But regardless on which way it goes, how important is both? Whether you're a Democrat, Republican, or Independent, mm -hmm. please vote. That is your right. And, you know, the black community say is, oh, well, we don't want to vote because nothing is ever done for us. Mm -hmm. But I always give this scenario. If there's 20 people casting a vote, and it's 10 white and 10 black, mm -hmm. but only two of the blacks vote and 10 of the whites vote, what do you think it's always going to look like? Uh -huh. It's always going to look like it's being catered to the white people. Like I said, my father's white, so I don't play this, you know, race game. That ain't me. I see people for who they are. But at the end of the day, um, minorities have to understand, we've only been able to vote for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. They're still trying to make it hard and restrict us from voting. Mm -hmm. Because they know if we come out and vote, we have a set and things can change. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if we continue to say, oh, I don't want to vote because whatever the case may be, we're going to continue to see this same pattern. You know, it's like, what was the old saying? Um, you can't continue to do the same thing and expect change. You know, it's like the, 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 uh, that's the definition of insanity. Absolutely. Right. So, you know, we can continue to keep complaining. And then also, um, along with voting, I think also is probably bigger, which a lot of people don't understand is... Um, oh god, I had a brain fart. Census. Ah, yeah. Get your census. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about our issues in our community, a lot of it is coming through funding. Our school is getting funding based off our census. Our city is getting funding based off our census. You know, so it's like if people skip out on the census, where is the money going? How are we getting help? You know, so like if you skip out, those numbers don't count. Absolutely. So it's it's just as important as it is to vote. It's just as important to register and get your census in. They don't ask for a lot of personal information. Mm -hmm. They're not, hey, how many people live in this house? They're not people who want to come. Oh my God, you have too many people living in your house. We have to get some people. It's not that. A lot of people right. have that impression. Oh, I'm not answering the census. They're going, oh no, it's five people living here. And the landlord only said three. Yeah. yeah. No, they're not there for that. Um, they're really here to count how many people are actually in our community. Um, like I said, our population right now is at 49,000 in the city of Harrisburg. Back in 1950, it was almost at 100,000. Wow. So wow. whether the numbers dropped, like mm -hmm. actually, physically, or whether people were just not participating in the census right. for a lot of reasons, it's hurting us. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, voting is key. Like I said, they wouldn't have been trying to take it away for so long. Even if you look at the poll situation in California, um, Republicans put out these fake voting drop boxes mm -hmm. in random places and take them and who knows what they're doing with the votes why do you think they're doing that because they know the minorities votes matter if we come out and vote like we did with obama we're great and you know when trump ran in 16 it was the least participated voting of minorities so now we look okay that's why so actually our votes do matter but here's the biggest thing a lot of people forget we say obama failed us right but then we turn around and vote two years later when all 435 seats in the House were up. Exactly. 
So that, when that's when the vote counts as well. Absolutely. So when, when this president wants to, you know, impose whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. he has to go to these people and get approved. So yes, this election is important this year, but please don't forget to circle back. So even if Trump wins this election mm -hmm. and we circle back and we win the house, Trump can't do a lot of the things that he wants to do because now he has to answer to the people and not all of his appointed people that he's putting in these positions to give him the yes. So, you know, census is important, voting is important, but also vote your local elections too because they benefit you direct. Right. Um, so make sure, you know, the mayor election is next year. Um, right now we have a guy, Eugene Pasquale versus Scott Parrott right now, which is a big, you know, uh, raising candidates right now. Do your research on those people. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at Scott Perry, he is pretty much the same as Trump. He believes systemic racism doesn't exist. He doesn't believe voter suppression exists. So know who you're voting for because these are our representatives for our community. Um, be aware of who's running for city council and school board because these decisions, um, you know, immediately affect you. Um, so like I said, voting is key. Gotcha, gotcha. There you go. And if you have any other questions or anything, Put, put your comments in the comment section. I'm pretty sure they can reach out to you directly as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. There we go. And, and, and last but not least on this line of questions, uh, let me ask, if anyone wanted to make a donation for William Penn or Capital Rebirth, how would they go about doing that? Um, so we have a website, which is www.capitalrebirth.com, um, where you can do uh, a donation that would benefit us for our program and stuff and events that we run throughout the year. Mm -hmm. um, the Rebirth Project is a completely separate okay. Um funding okay, so then, and you confuse the two i'm sorry yeah yeah because you don't want to mix that because right. this is a huge project right. and these are events so you want to keep those separate exactly. um but we do have a gofundme page right now where we're trying to raise fifty thousand. Okay. Um, so the fifty thousand will pay for our comprehensive site plan to be developed mm -hmm. um so what that pretty much does is it opens the gate for us to go to a bank to get a loan or it opens the bank um it opens the gate for us to actually go get grants and you know sponsorship because all those numbers are exact um so you know if we get the yes on the property that comprehensive plan we need to be paid for so we can actually move forward projects um so like i said this is this is a big step for us to you know get this funding so we can actually have this comprehensive plan done um like i said you know we we are very confident on the funding to be covered once we do get through this hurdle for you know construction and rebuilding and you know actually developing the project um we're very confident in funding um investors in that situation we just need to put the thousand up front so they feel comfortable taking right. you know things to where they need to go um and also some of that fee will cover you know the marketing standpoint of as well because we want to continue to get this out um, make sure all residents is aware um, like i said we have a petition right now um it's close to nine thousand signatures in favor of um you know the complex so like i said if you want to donate to that we do have a GoFundMe page for that that's on my page that's on um our page on Facebook, Capital Rebirth. It's on our Instagram, Capital Rebirth. Um, so yeah, I'll make sure that gets tagged in the comment section and in the, in the comments below. Um, not right now, at the end of this live. Uh, and I know we touched on it a little bit. Uh, how important is it to come back and get back to your community? Personally, I think it's your duty. Like a lot of guys, you know, they go other places and they don't return. To me, I don't know all these people in these other cities. In the city of Harrisburg, I know families. Interesting. I know, you know, I went to school with these parents. You know, I see their kids out here. These are the, the streets, you know, that raised me. These are the community members that supported me. So why would I go anywhere else but come home? If I was blessed and fortunate enough to make it out of this situation, out of this city, which a lot of people don't, and I was, you know, equipped with so many tools, you know, and knowledge and networking and, you know, just experience, why wouldn't I bring that back? You know, like I said, it's my duty to come back and, you know, deliver everything to the city of Harrisburg. That's why I want this complex in the city of Harrisburg. That's why all our events are in the city of Harrisburg. Yes, we can take them elsewhere. Yes, you know, I went to New York, Virginia. I can go to Virginia, pack it up, have the same success down there because I'm more recognized. Than, but I don't know that neighbor. Right. I didn't grow up with that kid's right. son. Or, right. you know, I don't, my daughter's not interacting with, you know, it's like, it's different. You know, this is more personal. Right. I want to take care of home first. Now, you know, once this 10-year plan is up and Harrisburg is where I want it to be and everything is great, if I want to go somewhere else, I'll feel comfortable at that point because Harrisburg is taken care of. I can't leave my city until this is done. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Thank you for sharing. And 
uh, talking about a bunch of uh, different, uh, bunch of different things and a couple projects also. But what gives you the inspiration? This kind of goes hand in hand with giving back to the community. What gives you the inspiration to get up tomorrow morning, uh, whatever time you get up, whether it's early, whether you start in the afternoon, I don't know. But what gives you the inspiration to keep moving forward? gives you inspiration to want to give back, what gives you the inspiration to, to keep marching forward and providing uh, uh, lineage and, and betterage for our generation. It starts with my heartbeat, which is my daughter. Like I said, I honestly think I would be dead if it wasn't for the birth of my daughter. So every morning that I get up, she is my motivation. She is my inspiration. She is my hope. Um, like I said, she reformed my life, rebirthed my life. Um, with that being said, she's being raised in this environment. So of course I want to make this environment as best and friendly as possible. So I'm going to do everything in my power to make her living experience as beautiful as possible. Um, like I said, I, I grew up a certain way. I don't want my daughter to grow up that way. And it's not just me. There's everybody, all 49,000 residents in the city of Harrisburg who all living in the same cesspool, dealing with the same issues, the same problems. It's like all of us need to come together. You know, like I said, this complex isn't for Captain Rebirth. Is it for me? It is literally for everybody who has anything going, whether it's an organization, a program, a service, to have a facility to finally come in and teach those skills. I don't have all the answers. You know why my team does? We are not educated in every area. You know, we don't know much about agriculture. We don't know much about teaching swimming, you know, and that type of thing. So why would we sit there and say, oh, because we got this complex, let's try to be the heroes and, and, and know everything. No. If you specialize in that, here's your facility come running bring wherever you want you know so like I said that's my inspiration and then you know my daughter is always going to be the main key to anything that I do um she's the reason you know like I said I'm alive she's the reason I keep everything clean with my name I would never want to tarnish that or you know she goes to school and you know her friends are hey I googled your dad and negative things pop right, up right. because of the age we live in and, you exactly. know just being who I am if I do something, it's most likely going to go to the bottom of ESPN. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I, I don't want to shame my daughter, and I never wanted to shame my parents, and that's why growing up, that was my, you know, inspiration my parents. I never wanted to shame them, you know, or, or make them not proud of me. So that was my, my drive then. And now that I'm a parent, you know, I get it. So, you know, it's, it's a full circle. Positive. Look at all the positive. You see the energy coming off of them. I appreciate you sharing and being so open. Um, where do you see uh, Capital Rebirth uh, going? What are your goals for the end of 2020? Um, end of 2020, we just want to finish strong. Um, I know it's super, a challenging year. So. Superhero Day um, is our final um, event. But after this, like I said, the school district is going to make the decision in the next two to three months. So we're pretty much going to be locked in on this project. Gotcha. Um, year is in. So our end goal this year mm-hmm. is to have the school district say, Capital Rebirth, this is yours. Gotcha. And let's move forward. Um, so that's our goal for, for the end of this year. Like I said, we know COVID has you know, restricted a lot of things, have you know, changed a lot of things, the way we approach things. Um, and I kind of look at things as, as getting positives out of whatever negative it is. So I look at this situation, I finally got to sit down and actually you know, look at my organization in and out. Okay, what is actually our mission? What are right. our goals? Okay, right. does this actually work? You know, it gives you more time to focus on things. Um, you know, and as far as very detailed. So mm-hmm. I look at this as an opportunity where we got to grow. Um, nice. We got to actually, you know, Zoom is the new meeting. Exactly. But, you know, <laughs> we've had so many Zoom calls where people traditionally, we, we just didn't have the time or, you know, people going to work and, you know, other things. And we would only try to squeeze an hour in. And it's like, we can't do a lot. But now we've had time. Like, I'm on calls all day long. Um, you know, so it, it was beneficial in that way. Okay. And so with that being said, where do you see yourself in about two to three years? Two to three years, hopefully, we are all gathered at William Penn and we are cutting this red tape to open. And our residents are thrilled and enjoying it and actually going in there and learning. Okay. Um, you know, that's why I see, you know, us in two to three years, along with, you know, our traditional events that we have growing. We want to additionally add, you know, a summer program, a happy school program. We want to build sports teams. Okay. Um, so those are things, you know, like I said, I'm a sports background, of course. So, yes, we want to provide, you know, sports services to our kids uh, and put them under um, a scholarship, pretty much, where they'll be able to play for free. But if you don't 
uh, uphold your end in the classroom, which is a C average or better, you're not playing for us, or you're not playing this week. Right. And it's not just the classroom. If your behavior sucks at home, and your parent is saying you're disrespectful, or the neighbor down the street who's nosy and says, hey, such and such does whatever in the community, disrespect, you're not going to play because I don't care how talented you are, if you don't have good character, if you don't have good grades, you're not going to be able going anywhere. Exactly. Colleges, coaches, they pay attention to that. Like, a lot of people know. When I was being recruited, people would come up to me and tell me, the janitor, you know, or the, uh, um, the lunch lady, hey, you know that coach that came today, they asked me about you. So people don't understand, like, they're going to ask because oh, they're yeah. putting an investment in you. So if we're going to invest in, you know, a lot of times people can't afford to, you know, to pay for their kids to play these sports or multiple sports, but we want to be able to handle that for them. Um, like I said, all you have to do is be great on the other end. Um, like I said, a lot of people reward helmet stickers for touchdowns and, you know, doing oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. We want to start a system reverse where if you get an A on your paper or you pass the test or you had a great behavior week or your mom said you did all your chores this week, put the stickers on the helmet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now people will be like, oh, well, that's the best player. His helmet is filled. No, he's actually a great human being. I like that. Now, the star player may be scoring all the touchdowns, but let's say for say he's not a bonus and then school or at the community. Mm-hmm. Now, he may have one star and this other guy who's not as good as him on the field has 50. Mm-hmm. But now, the perception is, like I said, people associate those stickers with sports. So now, he's going to feel some type of way. Oh, my God, he's getting all the attention. Everybody's thinking he's the star. Let me get myself together and get these stickers, too. So now, that can encourage him in a positive way to start wanting to be great in school in you know in the, in the community as well so you know we want to get into sports and twist it you know give people that spin where you can be great in the knowledge in the classroom and in the community and at home as well i like that man it's it, it, one hand wash the other and both wash the face you know it's that, that community-based thinking uh, for the, the program itself so simple fact, I've coached Midget League football for seven years and seeing wonderful kids come through who aren't that athletic but just excited to be on the team and you see their their excitement dissipate because you know they're, they're the star player who may get in trouble or whatever mm-hmm. is having a wonderful game but you got a kid coming up being polite respectful thank you sir hey coach how's it going today great kid and you want to see him go well and, and the limited influence that you had you had that kid for that two hour time span of practice that one or two hour game you don't have that much which is still beneficial don't get me wrong Anytime. but to have that that it means something uh more wholehearted more than to their inner person uh it changes the game dramatically i like that i like that a lot but so that's the program that we want to take with our sports program like i said it's student athlete student first yep exactly yep we preach that a lot uh and i know um We've discussed off camera uh, that you're a documentary guy, uh, and we've discussed some books and literature also, and I also told uh, how uh, you used to preach to the kids read something, whether it was comic book, uh, magazine, newspaper, something they were interested in just to work out their brain muscles and, and think about things differently, get a different outlook and perspective. Uh, what kind of documentaries or books would you like to uh, throw out there to anyone that has helped you or changed the game for you? Um, so a couple years ago, um, you know, as a father, sometimes you have complicated people's struggles, you know, no parenting. So mm-hmm. um, it was a book called The Four Agreements that I read okay. um, while I was at work um, over a couple days spirit uh, span. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big book reader. I'm more of a, you know, like I said, documentary. Mm-hmm. I read articles if it relates to things that I'm doing, right. but not necessarily books. But that book, it kind of talks about accepting who you are, mm-hmm. you know, and not buying into outside things and, and let that you know shape who you are be confident in yourself and make these agreements within yourself mm-hmm. um you know and, and that book kind of helped me focus in on capital rebirth and, you know i launched it in 2011 it took like a five six year hiatus mm-hmm. you know personal situations but that book at that time kind of got that kick-started again it gotcha. gave me that confidence hey my kid you can do it. although you're going through whatever you're going through over here you can still do this on the side because i just kind of shut down it was like 
the West. You know, um, but my favorite documentary uh, probably would have to be um, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, Steve Jobs, Tupac, uh, and like I said, Batman are pretty much my uh, inspiration and role models when I look at, you know, the adult role model type. Um, yeah, so those are it. Gotcha, thank you for sharing. I know watching, um, I watched a podcast, uh, video podcast on Steve Jobs, and I found one thing interesting about him is how uh, he, he put together Apple, was let go from Apple, came back to Apple, and Apple was doing big things, and he had him slow down and focus on one thing, and have him focus on that one thing that could lead to bigger things, where they were able to incorporate all the big things that they were doing into that thing, and I, that was interesting. I've heard it many times before playing sports, uh, uh, when I was younger, playing baseball, you know, I wanted to uh, throw a fastball, and I wasn't <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there. But I wanted to throw a fastball, curveball, so many different things. And the coach at that time said, listen, just work on the fast, just get the ball over the plate. You know, just work on getting the ball over the plate. And once you master that, everything else will come. He helped Nike with that same concept. This is a documentary interview him and Nike CEO. And, you know, he's talking, and he's like, Nike made a bunch of stuff, but they also made a bunch of crap. <laughs> Focus on one thing, make that one thing greatness. You know, focus on one thing. Um, yeah, um, and like I said, that Steve Jobs story, which kind of caught me, is a lot of people don't know, he enrolled in college for that first semester, mm -hmm. and after that, he dropped out. Mm -hmm. Here's what he did. He wasn't enrolled, but colleges, you know, a lot of times they have hundreds of kids in the classroom, so you don't really take attendance. So he would just drop mm -hmm. in on the classes that he needed to learn right. in his field, mm -hmm. and took all that knowledge and went back to his garage and started it. And he got kicked off from Apple because his board voted him off. Mm. And then he went, you know, and, and kind of redeveloped himself with Pixar and Disney. And that's mm -hmm. when they seen their success and brought him back. And that's when he seen Apple take off. Okay. So your board is very mindful of who you put on your board because you can start something and they can remove you and you won't have anything to say. So, yeah, that's one thing. Like, I learned. Good teaching point right there. <laughs> man, we had a great interview, man. We learned a lot of different things. I know through the course of conversation, we may have forgotten some things or we may have left some thing out, things out. Is there anything that you want to, you, anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to say? The floor is yours. No. Um, like I said, just get out and vote. Mm -hmm. um, don't be intimidated, whether you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, um, mm -hmm. to show up at the polls. Mm -hmm. um, get out and vote, you know. Voice your opinion, no matter what it is. Um, you don't have to tell people what you're voting for mm -hmm. because that brings a lot of judgment and, you know, just the times we're living in. Mm -hmm. Be comfortable with who you are and just cast your vote. I don't care who it's for, cast your vote. There we go. There, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Learned a lot, had a lot of fun. We did a, a lot of good things, you know. I do these shows because I, I, I put on and put on. And I say that to say this. Let me know how I can help you. If you have a, a business, a product, or a positive message that you're looking for a platform to get that information out there, let me know. Inbox me, text me, get a hold of me. I'll schedule you an appointment to put you in the hot seat, and we'll, we'll get you on the show. We'll get you in the lab. We'll tell everybody to bring their pen and their pad, and we'll have a lot of fun. Again, if that's a business, product, or a positive message, we'll, we'll find you a time to get you on the show, and we'll get that information out there. I want everyone to live their life with a purpose and evolve so hard. I got a special guest coming to the lab next week, Mike. You know who the special guest is? No. You got to tune in and see them. <laughs> That's a good way to bring them back. That's a good way to bring them back. But here, I got a special gift for you, for me to uh, you, for donating your I time. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for coming into the lab. That's for me to you. Enjoy. Uh, uh, much success to you. Uh, let me know how I can help. If there's anything I can do, if there's any information you put out there, please do. I, I love everything that you're doing. It's community-based. It's moving forward for so many generations to come, man. So, and I forgot one thing. Absolutely. Tomorrow, if you're free. At 5.30, come to Southern Ratner, um, uh soccer field, football field, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. uptown. Um, we're playing kickball. Okay. Uh, all ages can come. You can bring your family. Um, but what we're also going to do with that is we're going to collect donations to uh, help the homeless. So we're going to try to supply 100 backpacks full of healthcare products, such okay. as you know, first aid kits, toothbrushes, deodorant, um, socks, and that type of stuff, especially with the winter coming. Um, we want to help them as much as we can. Um, also, I will have a ton of um, swag, gear, rubber bands, and whatnot that you know, are, 
or, or uh, Black uh, Voters Matter. Um, so we'll have that out there tomorrow, um, you know, giving that out as well. So come out, it's free. Um, Saturday, same location, we're going to play um, flag football at 2 o'clock. You know, it's not no registration, it's not no fee. We just want to be active, you know, during these last couple weeks that we have um, of daylight and, you know, good weather. So come out and have some fun. Um, Friday from 7, from 5 to 7, excuse me, you can come to La Couture. Um, Friends of Midtown, our organization is having our annual, um, pretty much uh, informal, informational um, meeting where we're telling everybody about what we got coming up for next okay. year, um, how you can get information about our organization, you know, memberships through Friends of Midtown. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Friday, 5 to 7. Tomorrow, kickball at 5.30. Saturday, flag football at 2 o'clock. There we go, man. It's always something to do, man. Get out, get out, have fun, get some exercise, go network and go co-mingle, man. That's Absolutely. Bring your family. Exactly. All right. You know, it's your motivational speaker, your empowerment coach, your author, your favorite baker's favorite baker, Coach Cleek, coming at you. Had a wonderful guest on the show. So tune in for more. We're going to get information out there. We're going to, you got one more thing to do before we get out of here, but we want everyone to make sure you wash your hands, take care of yourself, have a wonderful rest of the week, stay safe, but we got to leave with the money dance. Absolutely. You know what the money dance Remember the money dance? Yeah, I got Let's you. get them with it. Let's get them. Oh! <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good night. We love you. Peace. See ya.